Welcome to the Producers Bank Podcast, where we share weekly our best insights, ideas, and thinking in finance and investing for producers in a world of change, disruption, and chaos. Welcome to the Producers Bank Podcast, where we share weekly our best insight, ideas, and thinking in finance and investing for producers in a world of change, disruption, and chaos. I'm MC Lobster. I'm joined by Carl Schnitzer. Carl, great to see you. Hey, MC. Good to see you today. I'm pretty um, excited for our topic, and um, that is how the producer's capital account is similar to real estate. Now, the producer's capital account we covered in a previous episode, and in the previous episode, we had shared that we use a dividend-paying whole life insurance policy with a mutual insurance company uh, as the producer's capital account, an account where producers will warehouse their capital so that they can access it very, very easily to um, deploy into their businesses and grow their investment portfolios. Now, when I get um ask uh, about the producer's capital account and about a dividend paying whole life insurance policy with a mutual insurance company about exactly how it operates and and the mechanics of how we use it within our strategy i some, sometimes just share it's exactly just like real estate and i kind of get like these uh, <laughs> these deer in the headlights kind of looks uh as soon as i share that with folks yeah i see this is one of the things that kind of you know really sparked my interest to the producer's capital account when I, you know, I forget if I was a client of yours at the time or maybe before and you shared this with me because I love real estate. I've always, you know, loved real estate and just comparing the two assets, um, you know, and the similarities, it's it's very, very similar, which we'll, we'll go over now. All right. So let's jump into it. Well, how is life insurance and real estate similar? And are we just crazy <laughs> or is it actually very, very similar? So let's jump into how a dividend-paying whole life insurance policy with a mutual insurance carrier structured, um, like the producer's capital account, which is a vehicle where we warehouse capital, focusing on the living benefits, not just the death benefits, is similar to real estate. So the first uh, thing that I'll bring up is specific number of payments. Yeah. So in real estate, when I go out and I buy a prop property, uh, ideally as an investment property, I like to know exactly how many payments I have to make until that house is paid off and free and clear. So you have a mortgage, which you then structure specifically, whether it be a 15-year mortgage or a 30-year mortgage, you know the exact amount of payments that you have to make on that property for it to be owned free and clear and the mortgage to be paid off. Well, in life insurance, you could do the exact same thing. You can, in the structuring of the life insurance policy, set out a specific number of payments which you will pay before the life insurance policy is paid in full. So you could have a five pay, a seven pay, a 10 pay, 15 pay, a a 20 20, uh, uh, pay, and these are, of course, years. Um, And or you could even pay it till age 70, or you could just continue to pay it until until you pass away, um, if that's what you wanted to do. But there's a specific number of payments with life insurance uh, as well 
that you could set the policy up for when you own the policy free and clear and there's no more money out of pocket needed to maintain that life insurance policy. The second uh, way that life insurance is similar to real estate is it builds, you build equity with each payment, right? Yeah. I mean, in each payment, people in real estate, we always say we get paid in four different ways. And one of the ways that we get paid is through principal pay now. So each payment that I make, I'm paying down principal of the mortgage and I'm building equity with each payment. With life insurance, it's similar because you um, have with every premium payment, a certain amount of the premium going towards the insurance costs, and then the rest of the premium payment going towards a paid-up additions rider, which is the savings element in the life insurance policy. And you build equity in your life insurance policy with every single payment that you make. Uh, the third way that life insurance is similar to real estate is how you access the equity that you've built up in these vehicles. Yeah. So a lot of real estate investors and my, myself, including when you build that equity in you, these properties, you can then get lines of credit or even loans based on the, the amount of equity you have in the property. And you can collateralize that equity to go acquire another asset. Uh, you know, our MC himself has given the, the speech on how to turbocharge an asset, putting one asset up for collateral and, and acquiring another asset. You can do this in real estate through your equity, through a line of credit. Yep, a home equity line of credit. And you could do the exact same thing with life insurance. You can access the equity in your life insurance policy through a life insurance line of credit, which you can establish directly from the life insurance carrier. It's known as a policy loan. Or you can set up a life insurance line of credit, also known as a LILOC, with a financial institution or a bank. The fourth way that life insurance is similar to real estate is the appreciation of the asset. So in real estate, you know, we, we have two types of appreciation, just natural appreciation through inflation. And there's also forced appreciation when you're you know, adding value to the property, forcing the value of it to go up. Um, in life insurance, we have similar ways as well. Yeah, absolutely. You can um, increase your cash value with every premium payment, right? But as your um, as your cash value increases, you can structure the life insurance policy that so does your death benefit. So the death benefit increases every with every single payment as well. So um, yeah, the value overall value of the policy of your this asset increase increases over uh, over time. The longer you have it, just as with real estate. Then we also have cash flow and with real estate you know we have cash flow and we have dividends which is also cash flow with life insurance right yeah you know we all buy property for investment for the cash flow and when it comes to the insurance you can collect dividends from the insurance and we have a lot of clients and you know people in the insurance world that will structure these you know private almost similar to pensions and retirement accounts where you can collect the dividend in you know older ages yeah, so with real estate, when you have uh, a tenant in your property and you receive the rent from the tenant and then you pay all the expenses associated with it, then at what you have left is your is your positive cash flow, your profit. Um, with the life insurance carrier that you have a policy with, you are a shareholder in that company. So 
you get to share in the profitability of the life insurance carrier, and you get to do so through the dividends that these life insurance carriers pay out. And some of them, you know, one of our carriers have been around since 1847, and they've paid dividends every single year since 1847. Um, tax advantages. That's another a way in which life insurance is similar to real estate, right? Yeah, real estate. You know, we all that are involved in it love, love the tax benefits of it. Ideally with real estate, you know, there's many different tax strategies that you can you can use to not only reduce your, your income tax, but also reduce a lot of other gains you have in other assets. Yep. And with life insurance, the tax benefits are incredible. Um, you know, you don't get to write the premiums off of taxes, like the um, deposits that you make into qualified retirement plans. Uh, so you don't get to deduct that from taxes. But after the money is inside of the policy, not only is it guaranteed, but it's guaranteed to grow and it's growing tax free. The dividends that you receive are tax free. You can access the capital inside of the policy through a life insurance line of credit, which is tax-free. You can also then get the death benefit paid out to the beneficiaries of the policy upon your passing, whether it be a spouse, whether it be children or a trust, tax-free. So uh, incredible tax advantages in both of these two vehicles. Uh, Another way in which life insurance is similar to real estate is you can roll over the equity in real estate and in life insurance tax-free. And how you do it in real estate is through a 1031 exchange. And how you do it in life insurance is through a 1035 exchange. Yeah, very similar. We all, uh, I personally haven't done any 1031 exchanges, but I, I have friends and clients that have. And a lot of the investors, you know, I shouldn't say a lot, but a lot of um kind of lifetime investors, they'll never sell a property. They'll just keep, well, they'll sell it, but they'll just keep rolling over the equity into a bigger and a bigger property where they will never pay the taxes on the game. They just keep rolling it into a bigger property. I find it fascinating when you look at these two vehicles and you look at the tax code, how similar they are. This is one of the one of the specific areas of how I pinpoint how similar they actually are. 1031 and a 1035. Uh, Another way in which life insurance is similar to real estate is the tax-free income that they both can produce. Yeah, real estate, you know, we all buy for the cash flow and it'll produce income. So whether you're in your your growth phase or you're kind of, I don't really like the term retirement phase, but you're in the, the passive phase of your journey, then you're collecting, you know, ideally tax-free income. Um, you know, and again, we're not we're not CPAs, but there's ways in real estate to make sure that income is tax free. And you can even reverse mortgage on real estate, right? Which is tax free. Um, and in life insurance, you can set up the policy, uh, and it has to be done a very specific way that you eventually can pull tax free income from the policy for the rest of uh, your life. Um, Another way in which life insurance is very, very similar to real estate is you can sell a mortgage note and you can sell a life insurance policy through the process of a life settlement. Yeah, this is one that's very interesting. And, you know, the more I've been in the space, I guess the more common I'm seeing it, Um, you know, especially I, I sat down with my attorney when I was doing all my trust documents and 
he knew, you know, I was a life insurance agent. And he said to me, if you ever come across certain policies, and he gave me his criteria of what he looks for, and he said, I'll buy it for from, you know, the, the client. And it just, you know, I, I was aware of it. But then the more I'm been in this space, I see how common it is. And you can, you know, you can sell a life insurance contract, just like a note on real estate. Yeah. And, and, and fun fact, there are note funds, like real estate note funds. And, um, you know, one, one of my, one of my good friends, uh, and someone in our, in our community, um, he has, as a note fund, um, there are also life settlement funds. And I actually have a pretty, a very good friend who has a life settlement, uh, fund as well. So yeah, you can sell the notes, uh, on your real estate and you could sell the life insurance contracts. Uh, as well. Another way in which life insurance is very similar to real estate is that banks will lend on both of them. Banks will lend you money to buy real estate and banks will lend you money to buy life insurance. Yeah, this one's funny too, MC, because when I I first started getting into uh, my own policies and when I was using my policies to, to flip houses and buy rentals, Every loan application I did, there's a section on a mortgage application or a loan application that says life insurance cash value. And before I, I even understood life insurance, I never looked at, you know, why, why is life insurance on here as, as a listed asset and, you know, cash value? I don't even know what that is at the time. And, you know, now that I'm looking at it, it's on every single application because the banks and the lenders, they understand the asset. And what I've come to find out too is that. They really love to see that asset on your financial statement because that's exactly where they keep their money. So they they like to see that. Uh, another way in which life insurance is similar to real estate is the tax-free exit strategy. And we've touched on that a little bit earlier with real estate, where you can exit a property and through a 1031 exchange, you just roll it into the next property um, and you don't have to pay taxes on the property that you just sold, right? Um, yeah. Th- and through life insurance, you also have a tax-free exit. Um, you can roll the equity of an existing life insurance policy into another life insurance policy through a 1035 exchange. And then also another exit is when you finally exit the spinning ball of dirt, which we all operate on, right? When you eventually pass away, the death benefit of your life insurance policy goes tax-free your beneficiaries, whether it be a spouse, children, or uh, a trust. Yeah. And one thing to consider with this too, you know, comparing real estate to life insurance, I think life insurance actually has the upper hand here because if you have, you know, and I'm making numbers up here, but say a million dollars of equity in your real estate property, your beneficiaries, you know, depending on how you're set up, they could be taxed on that. That gets passed on to the next generation with life insurance whatever that cash value is, your family gets the death benefit, not the cash value. So they actually get a multiple of that. So, um, you know, I know we're comparing real estate to insurance here, uh, just to kind of make another comparison real quick. So if you have a million bucks in a 401k, your family and you pass away may get 60%, maybe 70%, you know, depending on how things are structured. If you have a million bucks in your life insurance account, they get the death benefit, not the cash value. So they're getting a multiple of that million dollars tax-free. Uh, and the final way in which life insurance is similar to real estate, and this is my favorite one, is the control that both of these asset classes have. If you t- do real estate properly, um, it gives you a lot of control. 
right? A lot of control. And if you have a life insurance contract set up properly, it gives you a lot of control in managing that life insurance policy, paying premiums, uh, and then also, you know, taking policy loans, life insurance line of credits, and then repaying those policy loans and life insurance line of credits. So it really gives you a lot of control, which is, you know, one of the things that investors um, lack in 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 an environment, um, you know, that that we're all operating today, whether uh, it's just the economy or whether it's the market that they're operating. Yeah, that's something I'm, you know, coming to uh, when I'm looking at investments and just different opportunities. I, I always ask myself, you know, how much control do I have over this? And you know, I, I think both have control. And again, I would kind of give the upper hand to life insurance here. So that's it. Th- those are the ways that life insurance is similar to real estate. So um, yeah, like I said in the beginning of this episode, people look at me with uh, you know, with those deer in the headlight kind of like looks and eyes and look at me like I'm crazy. But if you really look at it closely, it's just amazing how both of these vehicles are structured very, very similarly and how they are very similar asset classes. And it's by no surprise to me that this is the two asset classes where the wealthiest families and individuals position their capital in to protect and build and grow and multiply wealth with every single generation. If you're interested in learning more about the producer's capital account, I put together a short presentation where I share more about the producer's capital account and all of the strategies that you can implement and execute as a business owner and as an investor. You can access that presentation at theproducersbank.com. That's theproducersbank.com. 